Welcome to The Runner Stream, a pop culture show about the movies we watch, the TV shows we binge, and the music we stream. My name is Nicole Ligaretta, and my segment covers what people are binge watching on their couch rather than dealing with their responsibilities. My name is Denise Martinez, and my segment will cover the movies we watch when we decide to skip class. My name is Carlos Hernandez, and I'll cover the music we listen to when we're in school, not listening in school. Let's get into our first segment for this episode. First date. We've gone out on a bunch of dates. Yeah, but those weren't real. I like me Hello, what's up everyone? Welcome to my segment. Today I wanted to talk about Netflix's newest arrival of To All the Boys, P.S. I Still Love You, and how it left many fans of this franchise divide over the debate of Peter Kavinsky or John Ambrose McLaren. If you guys aren't too familiar with these movies, they are basically adaptations of Jenny Han's To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Novels where the main character, Lara Jean, writes notes to boys she has loved or has had crushes on and never mails these out. But her younger sister, Kitty, mails them out for her, seeing as her sister's social life is not where Kitty believes it should be. Lara Jean ends up dating Peter Kavinsky, who she wrote a letter to, but they are actually fake dating. This eventually leads them to a real relationship, but the rest of the letters are still out. And in the second film, we see Don Ambrose McLaren, another one, love interest be introduced and catch Lara's attention. I've recently read many online opinion-based articles of people debating who Lara Jean should have dated. Intriguingly, many of these people claim to be relationship experts. Therefore, I wanted to hear some opinions on what these fans thought of the movie and which love interest they wanted Lara to end up with. installment of to all the boys i've loved before um p.s i still love you yes what were your thoughts on it i think it was a more realistic love story than it was with the first one because they were fake dating and when they went into the second movie they showed true aspects of a real relationship and the struggles that they face that being said do you think lara jean should have ended up with peter or did you like her better with john I liked it better with John because she was more leaning towards Peter for the aspect of what the relationship could have been when in reality John would have been more of a boyfriend than Peter ever was. The next person I ran into was senior Jessica Redondo. What did you think about To All the Boys P.S. I Still Love You? It was a bit boring, in my opinion. I feel like they purposely made Peter look bad. They played him out to be the dumb jock, when in reality, he was actually actually just helping his ex-girlfriend go through something as difficult as your parents separating. Does this mean you're Team Peter and not Team John? Yeah, honestly, I found John to be kind of boring and too perfect for Lara. Peter pushes her out of her comfort zone in a good way. Even Lara's dad thinks so. 
Whether you're Team Peter or Team John, Netflix will continue to have you and the viewers of this trilogy in suspense as they have still not announced the release date for their last installment of the series. This being said, after reading a couple of articles online, it is speculated that Netflix will announce the release date later this year. Therefore, viewers should be on the lookout for that announcement probably in the fall of 2020. That is all for Movies Today and Pop Culture. Thanks for tuning in. Binge watching TV seems to be an easy way to forget school distractions and dive into a fantasy world. While it's super easy to binge shows once we found a good one, the hardest part is figuring out which ones are trending and worth the exhaustion at 6 a.m. when the alarm goes off and we're a tad bit tired from having to finish just one more episode the night before. I wanted to see what shows students at CSU Bakersfield are binging and why they found what makes that one show worth watching. I asked Renee Maza, a junior at CSUB, what he was spending his free time watching on television. So right now, I am currently watching American Horror Story on Netflix, season two. I highly recommend it. Yes, it's really good. While many series use the same characters and storyline throughout, American Horror Story uses a unique approach, using a different set of characters and settings in each season. If you're someone who gets bored after a while, American Horror Story will definitely keep you on your toes with new content every season. I interviewed communication major Maria Alonso about what she was currently binge-watching. I haven't been watching any TV, but I do did watch the documentary of like Gabriel Fernandez. That's the latest thing that I've watched. The documentary tells a story of Gabriel Fernandez, an innocent eight-year-old boy who was abused and murdered by his mother and boyfriend in Palmdale, California on May 24, 2013. The documentary goes into depth about the real-life horror the child endured and all the people who failed to protect and save him from his eight-month-long torture and abuse. I was interested to know what drove her to watch this and what she took from the documentary. It is very like an eye-opener and with the system in a professional setting and also what goes behind closed doors in the household. Students are also drawn to the ancient bingers on Netflix. Katie Johnson, a junior at CSUB, stays up all night watching Grey's Anatomy. I've always wanted to be a doctor and it's just really interesting to me. Grey's Anatomy has aired 356 episodes since March 2005. The show has die-hard fans, including myself. Many get drawn in and invested into the series from the drama of the relationships in a hospital where the characters constantly face new challenges, heartbreaks, and happiness. If you like drama, humor, love, and loss all mixed into one series, then this is the binger for you. I found other students stick to humor when finding a good show to binge watch. Sam Hernandez, a junior at CSUB, expressed how he has re-watched the same series again and again, rather than watching a newer, more trending series that he hasn't seen before. Uh, that 70s show, um, and I watch it at my house. I mean, there's nothing better to me than that show. I mean, you can, I re, I've re-ran that show like probably 100 times and still very funny. Dr. Renee Carr, a clinical psychologist, states on interestingengineering.com that the feeling good is because of the chemicals that are released in our brain. She explains that when we are engaged in an enjoyable activity like binge watching, our brain releases dopamine, which is the body's own pleasure chemical. Therefore, when you continue binge watching, the signals from your brain tell your body to keep doing it because it feels good to stop. 
As a result, your brain continues producing dopamine and in turn, your body feels like it's high on drugs. Therefore, your addiction to a particular TV show is actually your body's addiction to dopamine. For Runner's News Network, I'm Nicole Ligaretta. For this week in music on the Runner stream, I tuned into The Who, and specifically the music behind The Who's Tommy, CSUB Spring Musical. Hi, my name is Devyang Matabar. I am a part of the ensemble for Tommy, that is our spring musical for CSUB. Well, this play has a very strong message um, behind it. It's about accepting uh, everything about you or accepting people with disabilities or something like that. So Tommy is a boy who goes through a serious trauma. He witnesses a murder and then because of that, he shuts down his body, shuts down his senses, go away. Because of that, he was bullied like literally all his life and and he was abused because of it and everything because he couldn't fight back or respond to anything until he like got out of it and was responsive again but it's that moment when he is out of that that catatonic state and he's everyone's just looking up to him and they want to like follow his path and it's his story that like he's accepting himself who he who he was and who he is now uh well i'm ty and i'm playing cousin kevin uh cousin kevin is an abusive cousin to tommy slash the narrator um beat him up a lot (laughs) my favorite dance is pinball wizard because i'm only in two dances um but yeah pinball wizard it is an amazing song. My favorite recording of it is from the cast recording, but but the song was made famous by Elton John when he sung, he sang the song for the movie. Oh, let's see my favorite part. Probably everyone said this, but Pinball Wizard is a great part of this musical. Favorite part, probably. Captain Walker is Tommy's father in the musical. What resonates with me most with Captain Walker is he's a man who stands up for his beliefs and I feel like when he finds out the tragedy in this story and he wants to really push his message across, he he does and I would do the same if I feel that. Hi, I am Alex Allen and I'm playing in the ensemble in Who's Tommy. Um, I am, I've occupied lots of different parts. So I am in the music, I am mostly, mostly in the music but um, I do have some sp- some speaking parts. I, I got I got to tell you, the beginning during um, the uh, jitterbug is ha- has got to be one of my favorite because I actually love moving. And 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 the and the end where, where we all come together for the finale. Honestly, probably just the music. <laughs> the music itself, it's, it's a rock opera. It's a really well-known rock opera um, among older students, younger students. Um, it's The Who's album. Everybody knows The Who, at least to some degree. So I think really just the music, because there's music that you would just, that people just know. Like, almost everybody knows Pinball Wizard. People know, um, what is the other trademark song of this? Sally Simpson. Um, everybody knows, like, these songs. So I honestly think it's the music. Yes, we do have a live orchestra and they are amazing. We are on stage and they would be there present with us playing the music by the wonderful band The Who. And as Mandy said, it's a rock opera. Everything is bumping. Everything is amazing. And I know for a fact 
everyone's gonna love it. I love it, and oh yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Plus, work all that with our amazing set and the lights that we have. It's gonna be great. For Runner News Network, I'm Carlos Hernandez. That does it for this week's Runner Stream. Tune in next week for more pop culture about the movies we watch, the TV shows we binge, and the music we stream. <laughs>